Entrepreneurs on the move, reshaping life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Then Damian Phillips will join us to tell us how uh, his health and physical tra- tell us about his health and physical transformation, along with the members of his family using Shakeology. And then later, Q Machete joins us to discuss his new mixtape, Tuskegee Airmen. Then later, director Eddie Griffith and his lead actor Jared. Jenico of the riveting web series Ken will both join us. As always, want to be part of the discussions. So call with your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. But first, Ms. Parker, how are you doing? Okay, Ms. Parker, is that all? Uh, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, Ron. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Everybody's up to me today. She can't have them on hard here uh, with us uh, tonight. We both had prior engagements. But how was your weekend? What did you do? My weekend was really nice. I was in Spartanburg, South Carolina. You been traveling, boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was um, actually there for my cousins, Joshua and Jeremy Holt. They are seniors at Wofford College, and they are on the um, football team. And okay. It was their, and it was their um, homecoming weekend. Oh. So, yeah, okay. so I was there to hang out with them. Great game, by the way. Wofford won. They beat e- Elon College. Um, Wofford was actually down by uh, 17 points in the first half, and then they came back and won 31-27. to 27, Okay. I believe. 31-27, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, very, really, really close game. Last last second, the um, defense literally, when, when I say last second, last second. Elon College had, Elon College had the, um, the uh, football at the one-yard line. No um, fourth down, last play of the game, and the um, defense stopped them, and okay. we won. Yeah, so big ups again, okay. Joshua and Jeremy. I love y'all. I'm proud of y'all, and um, keep up the um, really good work. So. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Well, my weekend was kind of low key, but it's about to pick up. I'm uh, I'm, I'm finally about to release another single called Never Know. I'm very excited about that. And then yeah. I have a I have a treat for, um, I guess, our listeners and, you know, people who like Stephen and I music. I'm going in on Thursday, and I'm recording a Christmas song that I'm going to be – it's going to be free for uh, for everyone, you know, just to 
yeah. put them in the holiday holiday spirit uh, later on this year. So look out for that. That's I'm going to record it on Thursday. <laughs> nice. That's how you do it. I'm telling you. Any um, anybody who who can really sing has a um, Christmas album, a Christmas single, right. something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, see, I started. I started doing it last year, but I just got so busy I didn't have time to really get it together. But uh, I booked my studio time, going in there Thursday, knock it out, and it'll be out, you know, after Thanksgiving sometime. So look out for that. Look out for the new yes. single. But I want to remind everyone that you know the Stephen Knight Show. We are nominated for uh, hottest internet radio show from the uh, ATL's hottest entertainment awards. So go to ATL's hottest dot com to vote for us and also I'm nominated for hottest male vocalist and for a rising superstar. So, you know, support your people. We'll continue to to bring the best of us. Uh let's talk about this thing because I know Aaron, you you're into politics and news. Uh, this government right. shut down. This government shut down. It is crazy. Like I, the question of the day today was, have have you been impacted by the government shutdown, and if so, how? Have you been impacted? Not yet. Um, but if if they don't open up government this week, I will be impacted because my college is mm-hmm. a um, is 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 federally funded. Well, actually, it's um, it's funded through through. Um, through D.C. government, but D.C. Okay. government is, you know, they're controlled by the um, federal government, so it's all connected. So, um, right, yeah. So we will be running out of out of money really, really soon if they don't open wow. up federal government. Yeah. So yes, it will impact me. But as of right now, it's not. But it definitely can. It doesn't impact me directly, but I know in my job they uh, last year they announced some furloughs. And uh, you know, a lot of our employees were furloughed a day or, or a week. The other you know. were, yeah, yeah. yeah so other. I didn't get impacted, but it was, you know, just one of those things. You start getting worried, and uh, you know, this weekend they had a lot of people. They experienced the funding went out for the EBT cards, you know, for the um, for the um, get them, yeah. Well, for food stamps, yeah, food stamps, food stamp cards, yeah. Food stamp card. And, uh, People always say EBT. Food stamp card. Just break it down. Food stamp card, card, right? Let's, let's be keep it real. Yeah. No, but yeah. but um, the Sparkle, you know, <laughs> she'll be on. The Sparkle will be on a little later. She just texted. She's running late, but she was at the grocery store uh, this weekend, I believe Saturday, mm-hmm. and a woman was going to use hers, and she couldn't use it. So Miss Parker, you know, graciously paid for her groceries. So I thought it was a great thing. Oh wow. Michelle yeah. Parker, a saint. Now that needs to be nominated for something right there, like a good oh, yeah. humanitarian award, very, something like that. Is really sweet. Yeah. Yes, very, very nice, Miss Parker. Very nice. Hello. Hey, Miss Parker, we were just Ms. talking about you. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, I was in, I've been on mute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going okay. to say I thought she was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the government shutdown and how it affects people, and I was. Sharing the story of uh, you helping the the woman out this weekend. Yeah, you always put me on blast. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a good thing because the reason why I told it is because, like you said, we all have to help each other out, especially during time like this. You know. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. She um 
you know, I looked at what she had, and it was all food, and it was, you know, about $27. It wasn't that bad. So I just went ahead and paid because the lady, the cashier was telling me how, it, it, you know, this other lady was in there and broke down crying. And I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. wow, these people are really, you know, if if I had a, I just couldn't imagine not having any money. Right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah. I have been there, but it's just been so long where you just detach yourself from there, you know, from that whole yeah. place of not yeah. having any money at all. And she stood there while the lady was putting her stuff back. And mm. when the lady was putting her stuff back, she was telling us other stories about people who came in there and couldn't afford their groceries and and stuff. And she, she was just in shock. She just stood there. And at first, right. it didn't dawn on me that she didn't have any cash to pay. Like, I was just waiting for her to pull some money out. So That's we just right. sitting there having a conversation with the cashier, and then she said, sorry, ma'am. And so she, she just walked away. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you just pay $27? But then it dawned on me that she doesn't have $27. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I ran after her. I ran back out the store, and I said, ma'am, I didn't realize that she didn't have it. I got it. So she just added all awesome. my stuff and, and, um, and you know. Just everyone oh, needs help sometimes, and yeah. it was food. Like I said, it was it was food, so it was it seemed like it was stuff that she needed, milk, you know, cereal, like, stuff like a kid would probably need, like for yeah, yeah, the basics for kids and and her family. So I'm, I was thinking like maybe her, you know, her kids are gonna go hungry. I don't know. Right, just yeah. that. And, but the cashier said that a lot of people had been helping out and, and she oh. you know, she was almost in tears. She said almost every time somebody couldn't pay, somebody paid for them. Wow. So I felt good yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 And when you do stuff good like that, you feel good about it. You know, it's not only, it only doesn't only bless that person, but it blesses you too, you know, being able to. Right, 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 right. And sometimes when you do good, it, it, it's, it actually helps you more than it helps the person. But exactly. I was just more... I was just really, really happy to hear that other people have been doing it as well because the cashier was like, you know, a lot of people have been just paying for whoever was in front of them. And she said, uh, she said, uh, to be honest with you, I'm very shocked of how nice people have been. So mm-hmm. that made yeah. me feel good that other people was, you know, able to do it as well. Yeah, I agree. Well, we were talking about the question today, and there was, you know, have you been impacted by the government shutdown? And most people, it's about their jobs. They've been furloughed. Um, have like several people they work for the CDC. Uh, they're not working. They can't go to work right now. But the good news is that they hope to have everything resolved by the end of this week. So hopefully. No, I definitely hope so because, you know, by November 1st, if it's not, even my father is going to be affected by it. Oh, um, yeah. He's on Social Security, and whoever is on Social Security will not be receiving their check. Um, and he also gets benefits from the military. Um, right. So pretty much all of his income comes from the government at this point. Yeah. You know, his retirement. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, as far as with the military, wow. that's going to be that's going to be affected if he doesn't get if he doesn't get uh, if, if it's not all fixed by November first. Right. He said he's already received information that November first, uh, you know, he probably wouldn't be receiving his checks if if it's not already settled. So uh, wow. it's not just my father; it's most most people who are retired are getting some kind of assistance from the government. Yep. Um, so there are going to be a lot of hungry older people out there, a lot of uh, people that can't afford their medicine for Medicaid. Medi- yeah. So I'm hoping and praying that everything is resolved by then. Me too, definitely, definitely. they got to get together in Washington and get this thing taken care of. But, you know, they, they're saying everything is looking good, so let's just send our well wishes and hope that they get it straight by the end of the week, you know, so people can get their, get their 
the services they need. But um, let's move forward. Uh, Aaron, busy weekend in sports. Talk about it. Well, first of all, my um, when when I heard this on the radio, man, I felt just I felt my stomach just felt um just sick when I heard about um. Adrian Peterson's little baby getting killed, man. Oh, that that hurt. That that hurt me a lot. And I don't know Adrian Peterson. I'm sorry. Hey, Ryan, can I throw in my can I throw in my two cents? Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay. So I actually read an article today. Um, I think that the uh, another review journal, but. The Washington, it was either New York Times, it was some big newspaper um, released an article that was posted on several blogs about a baby, the baby that was in the picture that's being posted on social media is not the baby that died to begin with. What? So people, please stop posting that picture because he even released a statement saying, please, my son who lives with me is, well, is alive and well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and please stop. He, he respectfully asked that you stop posting his picture. He is, a well, he is alive and well. Oh, so that's wow. not the little boy. The baby who is who has passed away, and this does not diminish the fact that this baby was a precious gift from God right. and that the baby was, you know, is, is is very much, you know, it's a sad story. Um, I guess what I'm trying to point out is the baby who passed away was a baby that he that he did not claim at first. Because so, the girl supposedly had a boyfriend and slept with him. I guess she was a groupie. And so oh. he he recently agreed to take a test, and the baby was his, and he never met the baby until the baby was in on life support. He flew out there oh. on Wednesday. So the oh, baby wow. was on life support. First time he met the baby, he refused to meet the baby previously. Mm-hmm. And I know this is true because there was a press conference done this weekend, and they asked him, um, and he said that he'd rather talk about, he'd rather talk about football. Right, yeah. And he, and he made the decision to play in Sunday's game, too. Um, yeah, good point because I thought that 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 was like a little odd to me that well, he said that play. he had to he had to let his team know by Wednesday night if he was going to be playing because they had to make some adjustments if he wasn't. Right, and so right. he was at the hospital on Wednesday. It was his first time meeting a little boy because this supposedly happened Wednesday morning or Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and he supposedly. When flew out there right away, he that was his first time meeting the baby, and he agreed to play in the game while the baby was online support. And so, what they're saying is, is that we as fans of sports, we make the game so important that even the individual in the game, which does make sense, even the individual in the game is so consumed by numbers, and the game becomes more important than the fact that. You've just lost your two-year-old who you've never met while this mm. person was alive. You met the right. met mm. the child on child support, and so they're mm. asking you about you know how you're feeling and your emotions directly go towards football right. as right. being you know what you want to focus on. So it just mm-hmm. it, the article was kind of interesting because it said it talked about how you know, maybe we play a role in making athletes the way they are. I don't know. It was, it was kind of a, a, a cool article out there. And maybe and it may have been written by a blogger, but it's, it had some other um, credible journalists okay. cited on it. So I'm not sure. Okay. And I'll try to find it and send that out to you. Wow. Oh, thank you, Ms. Parker. Yeah, because all that I heard was that 
was that the baby was beaten up by the mom's boyfriend and, yeah. and, and I, he was and so, right, which he was, and I just assumed that Adrian was, you know, a, was a big part of this of this baby's life. I had no idea that he yeah, I didn't, didn't even, even, yeah. you know, he didn't even claim him until he's pretty much dying. Wow, woo, that's man, that's well, that changes yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean it. I still feel it's sad, of sad. course, that a baby's gone. But yeah, but just the fact that I thought, you know, Adrian was this doubting dad, and he pretty much denied the baby until, until recently. Wow, wow. I mean, I don't think we can blame him for that because that's the lifestyle that they live, and they have groupies claiming they're fathers of of kids. You know, yeah, but I think if talking. that happens, if that's the lifestyle that you choose to live, and that happens, you have the money. It's only like two hundred fifty bucks to get a paternity test. He should have did that Do from the beginning, right? Possible. Do it as yeah. soon as possible so he can be a part of that child's life because, you know, who knew who would have that if he was a part of this baby's life, who you know, who knew what could have happened? He could have maybe had custody of the baby. It could have exactly. been a point where maybe he was able to see what's going on in the home and get the baby out of that home. You know, exactly. you never know what could have happened if he was an active parent in a baby's life. I think that's why I'm bringing it up. It's that, you know, he really wasn't active, and, and, and not just I'm blaming just him. The mother has, and, of course, the, the stepfather is all the blame on in this situation. You don't, you don't beat a, a two-year-old to death under no circumstances. Right. Right. Well, I'm right. saying the whole, you know, as, as, as fans, we tend to just jump behind people without knowing the full story. Um, oh, yeah. Of course, he lost someone, and I'm sure he's dealing with it, however he his guilt. But I think that the full story should be out there as far as, the little boy that's on the picture, and most importantly, it's not the baby who's passed away. That's the son that's alive, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, I I saw that picture. The um the uh, little baby's like wearing a uh, football helmet or something on his head. Is that, right, is, is right. That, that, that little boy actually lives with him. Okay. 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 Wow. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Thank thank you, Miss Parker. I didn't either. I you know, breaking news, Miss Parker, thank you. <laughs> I got I had no idea. That's what I said. Man, man. Well all right. On the on a lighter note, um Georgia lost. Georgia lost. Georgia lost. Why you had to say it like that? Well, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I don't care what you was like. Yeah, you waiting for a reaction? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was trying to. You know, I was, I was waiting on something. I mean, they got man. They got beat by Missouri. What, who's a good team? I mean, Missouri's a you know, pretty good team. They're six and zero. Yeah, they're um six and zero. So they're pretty pretty good team. But I, I didn't see Georgia. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't see that coming though with the loss. But um, yeah. Anyway. Georgia lost um, Dallas Cowboys last night, man. They beat the Redskins. Mm. I'm not happy about that. I am not a Dallas fan, so those Dallas fans out there, you can send me, you can send me messages. I don't care. We can go back and forth. I'm not happy that they won, but they won. Um, WNBA. I don't talk about the WNBA really because it's boring, but um, the. <laughs> At, no offense to the WNBA, w, no, no WNBA fans out there. To me, it's just it's a little boring. Um, the Atlanta Dream got swept in the WNBA finals um, to the Minnesota Lynx. So congratulations to the to the Lynx. And I and, and I found out that um, one of the star players for the Lynx, her name is 
Rebecca Brunson. She she's actually eight months pregnant and she was playing. Okay. Wow. And, and which is right. Well, I'm like, wow, that's amazing to be Come eight on. months pregnant. That's 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 what I that's, saw. That's that's, that's what I, I read. Up. Yeah, Ron, this that this that this that that's fake. I saw that picture. I was fake. <laughs> 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 well, there it is. Ms. Parker, well, I was going to do some more research, but I heard that fake. So I saw a picture of Bill Bill, and I was like, no, I'm lying. So I Googled her. She's not pregnant. Okay, because like, honestly, when, whenever I saw her, like, in the past, I'm like, oh, no, she's that type of woman that, you know, Right, right. You know, you, 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 you feel me? Right, right. You know, I don't. You feel me? Right, 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 right. She's like a stud or something. You know, she's yeah, yeah, I, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and then, you know, I mean, they got a picture of her out there with a big old belly and everything. I said, people are so creative. They <laughs> are, cause I, I thought, I thought she pretty. I'm like, damn, okay, but, but I'm thinking, is that even cool? I mean, to be eight months and jumping up and down. But I'm thinking, okay, maybe right. she just. Just, just gangster with it. Like, hey, I'm, it's all good. My doctor said I can do it. I'm good. I, mm. Wow. See, well, all right, that's played up. She's not pregnant. That was some internet BS. Uh, let's see what else is going on in sports. Uh, I'm still mad about the Braves being out of the playoffs. So, with baseball, um, Alabama's still number one in the land uh, with, as far as with college football is concerned. Uh, the um, the um, Giants are still um, win- winless at 0-6. And, and Michael Vick, I want to talk about Michael Vick really, 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 really quick. Ms. Parker, Stephen, please do not get upset. But, okay. did, Stephen, do you remember earlier this season, before the season started, I said that Michael Vick will get hurt this, yeah. this season? Yeah. I said I it, yeah. And he's hurt. He Every – this man cannot play an entire season, y'all. I'm t- I, I, every people hype him up every year, and he disappoints all the time. Mm. I don't get it. And, you know, and yeah. well, I, I, I kind of do get it because you know he, people want to see him succeed and everything. Well, especially with the whole dog fighting thing, which was you know, which is a whole another another um, subject. But he's right. just not that quarterback that's going to get you through a 16 game season. So. Let it go, people. Let it go. This is and and and, and I'm gonna say this here. This is Michael Vick's last season with the Eagles. I've said it, recorded, and um, put it in your memory bank. And I'm telling you, it will happen. This is his last season with the Eagles. And I'm done. I'll talk more about sports next week because um, it's pro- probably time for um, Janera. So Janera, it's all yours. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Aaron Cosby. All right, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Right. Hey, no problem. Hello, how's it going? How's it going? How are you? I'm all right. I can't complain. Hey, Sarah. How are you, honey? Oh, Parker. How are you doing? Doing good. Well, I hope I have a lucky tonight. I hope I do because, you know, today is Columbus Day, so there are tons of things going on. Um, you know, just even though the man didn't really do much, but, you know. For those who do believe in Columbus, sorry if I offended. But anyway, you know, they have tons of sales going on um, in honor of Columbus Day. So I'll go ahead and get started and let you know, let you guys know, of course, 
a lot of these sales, I just want to go ahead and warn you, a lot of these sales are ending tonight because, um, you know, today is Columbus Day. But we do have some that are carrying on um, further than tonight. But um, H&M, um, you know, H&M is like, like everyone's favorite, you know, discount store because, you can get stuff starting there like four bucks. I mean, you could probably put a whole outfit together at H&M um, for less than 25 bucks, and then sometimes they decide to lose their minds and, you know, actually try to charge you for something. But, you know, right, right now they're having a sale, and you can get 40% off of any one item. So what I normally do in these situations is I just go back and, you know, if I find one thing that I want to purchase, I buy it, get my, get my 40% discount, and then I'll go back and I'll buy something else. So that's how I usually run it if the salesperson decides to act a little crazy. But right now, it's 40% off of any one item. And I want you guys to hurry because uh, the sale ends today. And H&M actually has an online store now if you guys want to shop. So it's not too late to shop online. And there is no code needed. Uh, J. Crew uh, Factory Stores, if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of everything. So that's everything in the store. That's shoes, that's, you know, clothes, accessories, everything. And, of course, that's for guys and girls. Uh, Macy's is having a Columbus Day sale. If you shop there now, you can get 20% off of your purchase. And you have to hurry because the sale ends tonight. And if you're shopping online, you need to use code FALL, and that's F-A-L-L. Um, indulge in Pipeline. Uh, I'm sorry, Pipeline is having an Indulge in Your Closet sale. And um, Pipeline.com, of course, is an affiliate of Gap and Old Navy and Banana Republic. Um, well, they're having a sale, and if you shop today through the 18th, you can get 30% off of all designer dinners. So um, if you're shopping online, well, this is an online store, so you have to shop online. Use code uh, FALL again, and that's F-A-L-L, -L, and you have to use that at checkout in order to be able to get the discount. Uh, Lomans uh, is having a sale as well, of course. And this, again, is, is today only, and this is for guys and girls. Um, this is their Columbus Day sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 25% off of designer denim amongst other items. Um, and, of course, it's not every item in the store and online, but it is a ton of select items. So the majority of the items online and in the stores, along with the designer denim, all designer denim, is 25% uh, off. Uh, today is the last day to shop the Nine West sale, and get buy one, get one 50% off of select items. So, of course, that's like pumps, boots, um, you know, anything. If you look online, because like I said, today is the last day, you won't, of course, be able to go into the store at 1030 at night. But if you shop online, um, you can buy one, get one 50% off until midnight tonight. Um, Express is also having a sale um, in honor of Columbus Day. And um, if you shop now, you can get 40% off of all sweaters, outerwear, and jeans. So that's a pretty good deal, especially being that this is fall, you know, and the weather is starting to change a little bit. So uh, sweaters, outerwear, and jeans is 40% off. Um, and today, this, this is for today only. This is the limited. They're also having a Columbus sale, a Columbus Day sale, and you can get 40% off. Of, oh, I'm sorry? Okay, I'm sorry. You got it. Okay, um, you can get 40% off of original prices, plus you can get free shipping if you're shopping online. So that's at the limited, and that's 40% off. Um, and then Bloomingdale's, which is one of my favorite stores for designer sales, because they when they discount, they really discount most times. 
especially toward the end of the season. Um, today is the last day to shop Bloomingdale's and get 50 to, I'm sorry, 25 to 50% off of your purchase of select items. And uh, last but not least, uh, that's Fifth Avenue Office, which is the outlet store. If you shop there now, which is during their Columbus Day sale, you can get uh, 50% off of the outerwear, and that is uh, now through tomorrow. So um, that's pretty much all I have for you guys this evening. Okay, and they can find all that at BudgetShopaholic.com. Is that correct? They surely can. All right. There's also a link on our Facebook page, the Stephen Knight Show. Thank you, Janera. You have a great week, okay? Okay. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Ms. Parker. Have a good Let's night, guys. Okay, you too. Take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with Damian Phillips after this. Are you an entrepreneur on the move? EOTM Media Group has become the new voice for you. EOTM has the most outstanding public relations firm that will suit your needs as well as your budget. Thanks to EOTM Radio and staff, EOTM has climbed the ranks, reaching over 1 million listeners worldwide. Not only is EOTM Media Group mutually respected for its amazing quality, but also for their branding and marketing expertise. Everyone in the industry needs PR and marketing. So with that said, if you or someone you know needs PR or marketing solutions, Contact Carla Barnes, Head of Marketing and Branding at 213-290-3573 or visit her website at www.eotmediagroup.com or join her blog at www.eotmblog.com. What's that? You're interested in hearing a few live shows? Visit our radio page at www.eotmradio.com. Thanks for your time. This commercial is brought to you by EOTM Radio and Classic City Records. A few weeks ago, we had Philip Moore on the show who talked about the health and fitness products Herbalife. And although those are the products I use, I do realize there are more than one way of getting stealth insects. A few months ago, I noticed a huge difference in, one, in our next guest. I've known him about five years. I was going through one of my social media outlets, and when I saw Damien Phillips, he had made a complete transformation physically, and I noticed that he was using the health and fitness products Shakeology. And I asked him to come on the show and share his experience. He started using Shakeology in April of this year, along with his whole family, including his 58-year-old mother, fiance, and his 12 and 13-year-old daughters. To date, they have lost a combined, they've lost a combination of 120 pounds. Please help me welcome Damian Phillips. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Miss Parker. What's up, Stephen? How are you? Hey, hey Damian. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because, uh, you know, we were talking about, me and Ms. Parker were talking about, you know, the fitness things I was doing, and, and we were talking. She said, have you seen Damien? <laughs> I said, I know. She said, you need to get him on the show. So I, I said, that's a great, that was perfect. So tell us about uh, what really got you started with Shakeology. Well, um, as you guys know, um, you and Ms. Parker especially know that, I was a big old fat dude, and um, <laughs> this past, this, last year around this time, um, I had got engaged to the love of my life and my best friend, and, you know, it just came time to this year, I didn't want to get married and be looking at my wedding pictures with a big old round face, and, um, you know, I just started looking at different options that would work out for me, and, and quite honestly, uh, my whole family, as you mentioned, needed to lose weight, so... 
uh, did some research on a couple of different products, in, including Herbalife, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and 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 Shakeology. I ended up going with Shakeology because actually my mother was using it at the time, and my mother has been using it, and my mother has been using a, a variety of, of different products, and it was working for her. Um, I, I met a I met a lady that was in California who had over the course of three years, lost 125 pounds, and she's also 58 years old, uh, a lovely lady named Sue Edie. And, um, you know, I just kind of thought to myself, hey, if it's working for her, it's working for my mom, and they're, you know, much older than me, why not give it a shot? And um, I decided to try it, and like you said, here we are six months or so later, and even my daughters at 12 and 13 have lost a significant amount of weight. I've lost a significant amount of weight. My fiancé has lost weight. So that's that's kind of how we started off. So so did you start and then convince Maria, your fiance, to join, or was it something you all decided to do together? Or? <laughs> now you're gonna put me on the spot. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, I'm trying to get you in trouble. You know exactly. He's trying to he's trying to throw me under the bus already. But 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 it it was. Um, I obviously had a whole lot more weight to lose than Maria, my fiance. So. Um, I started off initially juicing, and, you know, I had some success with that, but this was something that I really, in order to be successful with anything, there's power in numbers. So I did kind of talk with my daughters and Maria and said, hey, I feel great. This is working for me. At that time, I'd only lost like 10 pounds, and even when you lose 10 pounds, it's a significant change in your appearance and the way you feel, your energy, everything. So I, I took him out to dinner to fatten the cow, so to speak, and said, hey, let's try this. And initially, I actually only asked the girls, and by the girls I mean my fiancé and my daughters, to try this thing with me for three months, April, May, and June. And I yeah. said, you guys try it out April, May, and June, and on July 1st, if you don't like the way you feel, if you don't like the way you look, then I'll keep on this journey by myself. And come July 1st, I sat down with all three of them, and it was a resounding let's continue. So... Wow. I did have to do a little bit of arm twisting initially, but um, <laughs> but now I don't even I don't even have to I don't even have to say anything. I mean, even my daughters they come home from school, and they know you know as soon as they come home from school they go and they make a Shakeology, so it's working like crazy for us. So for those of us that don't know what Shakeology is, explain what is that? What is the premise of it? <clears throat> okay. Shakeology is actually a meal replacement shake. It's made by the um, same company, Team Beachbody, that makes P90X and Insanity, which are very, very popular um, exercise home videos. So anybody that knows that they want to lose weight, the only way to do that is through diet and exercise. So P90X, Insanity, Hip Hop Abs, all of those videos are the exercise portion Shakeology is the diet portion, and it is okay. a um, it's a meal replacement shake. It has over seventy different ingredients, seventy of the most healthiest um, ingredients basically on the planet. It's a hundred percent all natural. It's a hundred percent plant based. There are no artificial anything. There are no chemicals. So it's basically almost like taking a multivitamin every single day. And I simply started um, drinking one shake at lunch instead of eating whatever I would typically eat for lunch. Um, My fiance typically has one of hers for breakfast. On her 50-mile drive into work, she has her Shakeology in the morning for breakfast. 
And then my daughters actually use it more as a snack replacement. So like I said a second ago, as soon as they come home from school, instead of them having a bowl of cereal or making a sandwich or peanut butter, you know, whatever, some crap that they would normally eat, they make right. them a shakeology. So it's very, so very are, simple to use. Go ahead. So are you are you not doing it for all your meals, you're doing it for one meal a day or one meal per day. That's that's correct. One meal per day. Okay. And then obviously, like you said, you know, with uh, physical fitness, there is diet. Diet is huge. And then, of course, um, of course, exercise. And I see that you've been exercising. So let's talk more about the diet. You're doing the Shakeology. You're having one meal a day. What are you eating for your other meals? What kind of type meals do you have? Um, the good thing about this is, is that it's it's not a diet. You know, a lot of people. They think that, you know, if they, if they have to deprive themselves, they think that they can't eat this or they can't do that. That's why I really love Shakeology because it is extremely easy to sustain. So my other two meals, I just eat reasonably. Um, this morning I had, what is this, is apple turnover yogurt and some water, and I had a, a piece of fruit, and um, and, and that's good for me because I typically would would not eat breakfast at all. And what most overweight people have in common is that they skip breakfast. So I just try to get something in my stomach early in the morning. Um, then I'll have my Shakeology for lunch. Um, the Shakeology t- typically keeps me full for about three hours or so. Um, and then I just have a reasonable dinner. Um, for my family, with my fiance being Hispanic, a lot of our meals were, a lot of our dinners were rice and beans and some type of meat, you know, rice and beans, chicken, rice and beans, pork. So now, um, we actually cut out rice for about three months. And by doing that, it wasn't that the rice itself was fattening, but it was it was a situation where we weren't getting enough vegetables. So right. now instead of, you know, a meat and rice and beans, we have a meat and a vegetable and typically a salad. So this evening I had um, some broccoli and a Caesar salad and some baked chicken that she made. So you've been doing this for six months and you've had these results. What where do you go from here? What continue down that path, or you know, how, how, how do you stay? I think that the big question, David, want to ask is, how do you stay motivated to to, to continue down the path? <laughs> well, I mean, I started off in January the first of this year. I was two hundred and seventy pounds. I'm five ten. Um, this morning, I actually weigh myself every morning. Um, this morning, I actually we had a, a cheat meal that went went went, uh, went a little ham this Saturday. But this morning, I weighed uh-huh. in at two twenty two. Um, wow. So my I, I haven't reached my goal yet. My goal right. is 195 pounds and looking, you know, my chest looking like yours, Stephen, and all those shirt off pictures you have. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> so you know, so how do I stay motivated? I'll tell you, and that's very very simple. My daughter and I, I tell her this, you know, when I when I initially started this, it was more selfish reasons, but looking right. at her, I just have a happier kid now. I mean, she's constantly smiling. You know, when you're in middle school and you're overweight, yeah. kids are mean, kids are cruel. And mm-hmm. um, she has a lot more self-confidence in herself. She um, she got into a size 6 recently, Maria, when it took her shopping. And okay. seeing her face when she put on those pants, that's, that's what keeps me motivated. Wow. Not, wow. not to mention the fact that um, I mean, the outpouring of support from my social media, from my friends, my family, my ex-coworkers, 
um, mm-hmm. has been overwhelming. So it's almost like a situation now where I have all of this extra accountability and people that are looking at me. So if I start going backwards, you know, I'm going to have some people to I go have some training to do, you know. So. <laughs> I know, Damien, when you, when you first started losing weight, I sent you a, a, a Facebook message about not just being proud of you, but being proud of the fact that you were setting such a great example for your kids because I've always struggled not with weight but with body image. And I understand as a child, right. as, a, as a girl, um, how right. that, that you know, transfer into your adulthood. So I'm proud of the fact that you're instilling not just that size matter but good eating habits mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, one thing I want to tell you is that I am, I, w- I will be honest with you, I'm going, whoever we know have seen you because I am showing pictures. Every time I see someone we know, it's Tammy and Andrea. I want me to let you know that they are so proud of you yeah. and that they, you look great. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I had a buddy of mine from college. He he, he emailed me, and actually um, this is a guy who I'm going to be doing Tough Mudder with in April. And for me to even – I'm doing it as even, well, so I'll see you out there. Even con- man, to even consider doing something like that is just yeah. like – Bananas, and and one of the phrases that I hear a lot that that's really rings so true is it's not the weight you lose, it's the life you gain, and right. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy, but you know, <laughs> I hear that a lot, Miss Parker, and I appreciate that, and and hopefully you know if I can inspire one person by me by me wanting to be a better me. And I'm not yeah. in competition with anybody, but if I can inspire somebody else just by me trying to better me, that's powerful, and that makes me feel good, man. So we're going to keep it going. <laughs> and I know you want, you know, because I can remember the time, Damien, I'm not going to remember the time was when we were working together. And we were, it was lunchtime, and I was always getting on Tyrone about eating right, eating right. Uh-huh. And I know you looked at me with your hamburger and your french fries, you said, leave me alone. And I would be like, what am I going but now, but now I'm like, dang! I wish I had, I wish I had, yeah. you know, listened to you and started something like this, you know, years ago. But you know, I, I look at it like this: by the time I'm 40 in three years, my goal is to have a, you know, well-defined rock right. hard pack, you know, and um, I'm going to be yeah. in the best physical shape of my life, you know, by the time yeah. I get 40 years old. So it's exciting! It's exciting. So tell people where they can go if they want to learn more information, because um, I know you all, you and Maria, have a, a web page that they can go on and learn more information. Yes, if you'd like to get more information about Shakeology, the ingredients, how it's made, um, any any of that information, the, the website address is www.shakeology.com forward slash Maria Marmol. That's M-A-R-I-A-M-A-R-M-O-L. And there'll be a link on our Facebook page as well, the Stephen Knight Show. Damien, we wish you and your family continued success and continue. Thank to you, sir. Make, um, I appreciate it. Call. I appreciate it. All right, have a good one. I told you, pretty pretty soon, I'm pretty pretty soon, Stephen, I'm gonna start putting them shirt off pictures. And once I take that, once I put that first shirt off picture on, on Facebook, I'm never taking another picture on Facebook with my shirt on. So you. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Oh my God, another selfie!" But hey, I'm over here sweating and working hard for this body, so right. I'm proud of it. That's one of the benefits. That's one of the benefits. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all have a great night. Thank you for having me. You too, David. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Commercial break. We'll come back with Kenny Griffin and actor Jared Jenico for uh, Ken, the web series. After this. 
You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. This summer, Directors Guild of America member Eddie Griffiths announced his web series, Kent, starring Jared Jenico and Crystal Ferris. Kent is the story of a late 20-something African-American man struggling with a second coming of age. Web Webisode 1 uh, opened with Ken bringing to bear his internal fight to maintain an outward devotion to Christianity while battling questions about his sexuality. With the meticulous nature during production, Griffin brings multidimensional characters, real-world storylines, and witty dialogue to his exciting web series. Please help me welcome director Eddie Griffin and lead actor Jared Jenico. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good evening. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so, for having us. No, thank you for being on. We definitely appreciate it. And your fans are definitely appreciate it. They're born on Twitter, so I know they're all listening. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, Eddie, tell us about, uh, you know, obviously you're the director here. What, what, why was this storyline so important to you? Um, Ken is important to me because I feel like, I was doing, I was working, doing other web series, I was directing other people's shows, and I was, you know, looking at the climate and looking at different things, looking at different shows that are out there, and I didn't feel like there was a story like this. I wanted mm-hmm. to deal with the issue of, you know, we're in this climate right now in our culture where, you know, we're talking about, at the time I wrote it, we were, you know, gay marriage was like a hot topic, and church was like a hot topic, and in the black church, you don't really deal with sexuality, and I wanted to deal with someone dealing with their their sexuality and I wanted to show a man dealing with the sexuality and kind of going up against the whole sort of like the whole DL lifestyle or someone um, who uh, was trying to find, this is a guy who knows he has an attractive to men but um, is really struggling in his Christianity. And I wanted to show the, the plight of a Christian dealing with their, their coming to terms with their sexuality because I just feel like it wasn't, yeah, we've never seen it before, so I just wanted to show that story and show that plight and entertain the world with it. It seems like in, in the, especially in the black church, well, I think church in general, that uh, homosexuality is, why, why do you think that's such like a, a, a secret? Because you, it, it's not really talked about, but then you find these pastors and deacons and choir directors sleeping around and, and it comes out. Why do you think it's so terrible in the, in the, especially in the black church? Oh, that's such a large question. I think, you know what, I think it's my responsibility as a creator, um, as a creative person and with this show. With this show, I don't want to, you know, blow any spots up or I don't want to um, put, put down the church. I think it's it's a taboo because, you know, you know the body, people believe what they believe in and they carry traditions um, from their parents and their parents and their parents and, you know, the, the, not to get too deep, but you know the you know people people have their uh, people have their own beliefs um, that may not be culture may not be part of the popular belief today. 
Um, and so people want to condemn other folks. You know, people want to feel pious. Some Christians want to feel pious and they want to condemn gays and lesbians because they feel that um, that it's wrong. But in actuality, they for, in, 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 in condemning folks, they forget about the part of the Bible that says love everybody and, you know, salvation is extended to everybody. Um, and I find it interesting when Christians get in these places of, like, hate and I hate gays and, I want to go and, like, uh, you know, go down to Washington and march against us. Like, there's so many other things you could be doing with that time. You know what I mean? You could be doing so much more for your community, for people in general. Um, I, it's taboo because people just are holding on to prejudices and hate and um, judgmental attitudes that aren't helping the Christian community, that aren't saving souls, and aren't bringing people to Christ. That's why it's taboo because people are just ignorant and they're holding on to these phobias that just make no sense. And aren't right. part of the, the that aren't part of you know of believing in God and aren't part of building up the Christian body. So, yeah. Right. Okay. And Jerry, you play um, Ken, the lead character here. Tell us why this role was why you would attract you to this role. Well, you know, originally when I auditioned for it, um, I think I was just I just looked at it as a regular audition. I didn't take into uh, consideration of the, the context of the of the, the script. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went in for my first audition and then I went in for my second audition and during my second audition, um, Eddie kind of explained it to me a little, you know, a little bit more into context of what was going on. And, um, and at that point I still didn't take it serious because I, it was just, you know, a second audition. It wasn't until I got the role when I needed to like actually become the character, um, until I kind of got a little hesitant. So, you know, I asked around to a few of my mentors and um, who are actors, and they were just like, yo, you got to, you know, you got to take the role if you're, an, you're an actor. And, you know, this is what actors do. They sometimes play roles that they don't necessarily, um, you know, care for or agree with or right. it's not necessarily them, but that's what makes the actor. You know what I mean? Um, well, I'm talking about, yeah. But, but, you know, as I got more into it, days went on and I'm studying the script, I realized that, you know, this is it's a pretty – it's a deep script, you know what I mean? Um, it's dealing with this guy who is, is battling between um, his faith and his sexuality. And um, talking to Eddie, you know, he, he just said this, that there is not a lot of uh, projects or, you know, scripts out there that's like this. So I commend him for that. Right, right. So in, in the in the web series, I think it's the second uh, episode, you, you're confronted by your ex-girlfriend, and uh, you're you're professing your love for her, but she's telling you you're gay. And you know, a lot of people they don't they will look at the you know they're the, the following the storyline, and you know here's you know the first scene you're you're in bed with a guy, right? <laughs> and of course you're 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 push, pushing that off. Your character's pushing it off like, oh no, I'm not gay. I was drunk. I was drunk. But then you go and profess your love to your uh, girl or your ex-girlfriend, you want her back. You want her to help you through this. How, Eddie, let me ask you, Eddie, cause that, does, does that happen? Why, why does that? Because a lot of people say, well, he's gay. Why does he want her? Oh, well, they got to, well, <laughs> well, the story is that he has been with this girl. They're not just, like, dating or he's just not, like, trying something out. They've been engaged. Right. Ken, engaged, let right? me just, let me preface this. The Ken character is based on real people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The thing is, we live in a society now where everyone can be like, oh, that's gay, that person's gay, that person's straight, and that's great to identify with that. 
not everybody not everybody can identify so clear cut, even in their twenties, thirties, forties, shit, sometimes excuse me, sometimes their fifties. You know what I'm okay. saying? So mm-hmm. for him, he's still attracted to this and this is the you know, we can talk about the topics and the issues, but can I talk about the story for a moment and in the story this is a man, and that's part of the challenge of this character, is that this is a man who's still in love with this girl. He wakes up drunk out of loneliness, out of not, out of, because he did confess to her, hey, this is who I am. And as a Christian, I'm supposed to be truthful and honest with my partner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then he's honest with her. He's saying what time it is. And he's saying, you know, I did it. I, you know, I have those thoughts. I have those ideas. But at the end of the day, I want to be with you. At the end of the day, I want to build a family with you. And she right. ends up breaking his heart. So what is he supposed to do? What right. is he supposed to do? So it's not about so much, well, he's gay and he's just deal. For mm-hmm. him, it, 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 it's a gray area because he knows he has this attraction. He did wake up the other day with but another woman. At the end of the day, his heart is with this woman. And he can't right. just shut that off. If he's ever been in love, you know you can't shut love off. Exactly, exactly. And, Jared, how did you prepare for this role? Um... Just studying, man. I, I studied a lot. Uh, I needed to. I, need, I needed to ask a lot of questions. I need because you know Eddie is the writer and director. He would know, you know, best. And um, being as though that I'm like the originator of this character, um, I had to figure out how Kim would move, how Kim would speak, how Kim would you know confront his girlfriend. There was a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, homework to do in order to build this character and put it on its feet. Um, but, yeah, I, I was a student to this, you know what I mean? Like, I asked a lot of questions on set, um, and I had to mentally prepare for it. Like, you were talking about the scene that we did with um, Crystal Paris, who plays Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before that scene, I couldn't really talk much. I just had to just zone out and really, really put myself – it's an emotional scene, you know what I mean? Like, this dude is confronting yeah. the love of his life and letting, letting him know that, you know, what he thinks is a mistake – she hates him for that, you know what I mean? Um, right. So that's, like, he's like a, a child to her, you know what I mean? Like, she comes in as the adult, and he immediately goes into this cocoon, like he's some sort of kid, um, because right. he needs to confront right. her. Um, just to mentally prepare for that, man, I, I had to really just um, tap into my emotions, tap into my feelings, and just, just make it happen. Um, and then, you know, um, during the process of shooting it, um, I know Crystal and I, I know she can uh, testify to, to this as well. We didn't want him to say cut. We just wanted him to keep, we wanted to keep going. You know what I mean? If he need, if, if there was something technical going, they needed to move a camera or, or a light or something, we wanted them to just pick it back up as soon as possible because the emotions right. were there and we didn't want to lose that. Um, we, we didn't want to lose that. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. You wanted to keep that, that raw, raw emotion. What, what can we expect during the rest of the series? What you can expect is the third episode that I've been working so hard that everyone keeps asking me about. And I really do apologize to everyone who's been watching the show consecutively and, and really um, just really been rooting for us and subscribing and following on Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, I am really just fine-tuning the third episode. That's why it's taking a little longer, so just bear with us. I want it to be right because... It is the last episode in this particular uh, grouping. I want to call it a season. It's not a full season, so I don't want to call it that. But it's the last episode because I want to then, you know, this this project was all, like, self-funded and community-funded. So I have to raise some more funds and do some crowdfunding, and uh, we'll do another six. 
and um, it'll, it'll be like a mini series. So okay. that's the best. Yeah, that's the best way to uh, handle this. So they can expect a really good. It, it, it's not a conclusion per se, but it begins. The third episode kind of opens up the door for all the characters. Ken, Stephanie, Paul, we we kind of see where they all go, and Ken is faced with an ultimatum. So it's really interesting. It's really, I'm really excited for people to really see the third one. I think people, it will, it will, some of these questions people ask, it'll just like answer those questions, but make new questions. So it'll be good. I'm excited about it. And where is the best place people can go to uh, follow what's going on with uh, Ken, the web series? The best place is uh, on YouTube at Ken, YouTube slash Ken web series. And then also Twitter. The Twitter is like constantly, and a big shout-out to Susan Pinedo and Cheryl and just all the people that really make that happen, and Aaron and Kirsten and Felicia, they, um, and me, myself. Um, the, the Twitter at Ken Web Series is also always popping with new information as well. Eddie Griffith and Jared Janico, thank you both for joining us. We wish you all the success with the Web Series. And they'll cool. be thank you for having us. A link on our Facebook page where you can find out more and, and watch the two uh the web web episodes that are out. Thank you guys. Right. Have a great one. Thank Eric. you so much. Thank you for having me. No us. problem. All, All right. Right back. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Ten years of experience, crowd is 20,000 plus, over a million YouTube views, and features with some of the biggest names in the game. Southern bred independent artist Q Michette has brought his magnetic lyrical style to the forefront of the independent music scene with a full force. He joins us tonight to talk about his new mixtape, Tuskegee Airmen. Please help me welcome Q Michette. Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Now, let me get it right. Is it Machete or Machete? Machete. Machete, that's what I thought. I want to make sure, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for being on the show. I know we. Uh, we got to talk a while back. It didn't happen, but I'm definitely glad that you're back with this new mixtape, Tuskegee Airmen. Tell us about this mixtape. What can we expect from it? Tuskegee Airmen, um, it's basically, uh, it's really not a mixtape. Mix it's really uh, a biography of, of, of my life, uh, a portion of right. it. Um, it's basically just getting people up to speed on, you know, what's really going on in Tuskegee, Alabama, because that's exactly where I'm from. Okay. So you know, okay. you know everybody. Everybody knows the Tuskegee Airmen, the historical. You know, what I'm saying is the, the pilots and whatever. You know, what I'm saying in the war. That, you know, everybody knows the history of that. But at the same time, the reality of it in Tuskegee today is just a whole different look. So right, it's just right. basically, it's just basically just putting people up to speed, getting people up to speed, letting people know about how we look at things now, what we all about. So tell, you know, our listeners that don't know um, much about you, tell us a little bit about, you know, your coming up and how you got to where you are now uh, musically. 
Um, well, basically, my coming up was, you know, was, some, you know, typical, you know, um, single mom, you know, shout out to my mom, you know, yeah. uh, coming up. And, and, and I, I never had a father figure, you know, I was, I, I basically catered to the streets. So, you know, I had to kind of learn stuff on my own. And, and you know, I, I was out there in the gang and just doing a whole lot of crazy stuff, you know what I'm saying? And if right. it wasn't for music, if it wasn't for music, Music saved my life, you know, and me listening to God and taking that path and just putting everything behind me and trust, trusting that God is going to, you know, make a better a way for me. And so that's basically what happened, you know what I'm saying, me coming up and taking on the music, and then I went from Alabama to, to Atlanta. I've been here for over 10 years now. Okay, okay. And so obviously roots are in Alabama. When, when you when – you, uh, talk about and, and perform about your life. Does, is that therapeutic for you? A way of getting over some of the things you may have to go through. You know, telling your story. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of kids. I see a lot of kids going through a lot of stuff that I've been through. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I feel like you know, by me basically exposing what I've been through and and and, and where I came from and, and where I'm at now by, you know, breaking that change. And that probably get somebody some hope to say, you know what, I ain't got to do this. Right. I sell drugs. I can mm-hmm. do this. I, I, I can go this route, you know what I'm saying? And and that's basically what it is. It's, it's my testimony. But hopefully, you know what I'm saying, if I don't change nothing but one person's life, that's still good enough for me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you did a song called Whatever Man featuring Gucci Man and Young Drove. Tell us about that. <laughs> Whenever man is it's crazy. Um, whenever man is is it's an expression. Um, mm-hmm. It was just basically just one of them songs that I just felt like I had to I had to create. You know what I'm saying for for the city, man, for the streets. Um, it was just one of them expression songs that everybody goes goes through in life. Everybody has a point in life where they just feel like you know what I'm tired. I'm tired of this happening. I'm tired of that happening. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's, it whatever. is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's whatever. So basically that's. Basically, how the song came about, it was a, a little minor situation, and I just came up with that and ran with it, and, and Young Dro and, and, and Gucci Man just showed me love through the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That track, so we're going to play it in our next uh, half-hour playlist with some of the dozen songs from your uh, mixtape. So what's next for you? Um, well, right now, you know, I want to just focus on Tushika Admin and, and, and push it. I'm, I'm going to shoot some um, videos. Um, off yeah. off the um the bio or whatever, and just really, you know, what I'm saying, just put people, get people to understand, you know, Tuskegee. We small. We, you know, Alabama don't really have no artists, you know, what I'm right. saying, really on a major level right now. Ever since Rich Boy, um, came out, but nobody's really on that level now, you know, what I'm saying. So it's just for my city, just you know, what I'm saying, we we got something to say. So, you know, I got a big. A big, a big load that I have to carry, you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. It's no problem. It's, 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 Absolutely. I'm, I'm up to it. You're up to it. You know, I'm looking at the comments for uh, the link to, to your uh, mixtape. We're going to have that on our Facebook page as well as uh, tweet it out. But the comments, I mean, they are loving this. They are loving this. Some of this I can't repeat because, you know, we don't air. But <laughs> they are loving this music. How does that feel to put out a project and to get so much love from it? Um, it's it's well worth the wait, man. It's a, it's priceless for me. Yeah, yeah. It's very priceless, yeah. man. To to know where I came from and to put a project together, and for somebody to say, you know, I, I love it, man. I, it's priceless to me. That feeling is priceless to me. Right. So when you you I know you moved to Atlanta. You said man, ten years. How the music scene here? How would you describe it? 
for for an independent artist. Especially uh, the music. The music scene is unpredictable, man. Um, it's, it's, it comes with everything, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And that's just the industry. It's like the Matrix. Um, you never know what you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all about really buckling it down and, you know, believing in your project, believing in yourself, believing in God, and really sticking to a plan and really being consistent. You right. know what I'm That's really what it's about, you know what I'm saying? And you either got it or you don't have it in this game. It's, that's it. Exactly, exactly. How do you stay? Because you know we always hear, and me, you know, I'm artist as well, so I know the the ups and downs and all around the goes out to, to especially trying to do it independent. How do you right. stay determined and stay focused and and to continue to really want to do this? Um. Well, you know, um, like I say, you know, it all starts for me with God. Um, you know, I feel like you know this is my calling. I feel like this is what God has for me to do. So. You know, right. I'm using it. I'm using it to the best of my ability, to the best that I know how to. As far as the obstacles and stuff, that's supposed to come. Because if it didn't come, then I'd be worried. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it just—it's all about how you handle them. And with me, yeah, I just stay focused. You know what I'm saying? When they come, you know, you know, they might slow my grind down, but it would never stop it. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. Find a way to get through it and keep moving. What's the best way for your fans to get in touch with you? Um, I really um I'm I'm on Twitter a lot. Um at 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 Q Machete, um Q M A C H E T T E, like the sword machete but just add two T's. Um Facebook, um www.facebook.com slash uh, Q Machete fan. Um they can reach me on MySpace, MySpace dot com, um slash Q Machete twenty eight. Um dot com. Machete, but I'm mostly on my Twitter and I do respond. I might not respond immediately, but I do <laughs> interact. I do interact. Exactly, exactly. Well, the mixtape is called Tuskegee Airmen. There's a link on our Facebook page. Check it out. Support this artist. You're going to love it. You're going to ride out to it. Uh, look, I want to thank you for uh, joining us tonight, man, and I wish you all the success with the mixtape. Okay? I appreciate it, bro. Problem, no problem. We'll be right back after this with Steven's Playlist. Hey there, this is Luella, and I am back, baby. Who I want to know, who is this him, T.L. and DJ T. and Picasso and Madman and all this kind of... Who is this? Mother Jenkins. That is the show that they have. It's a hip-hop show, and it comes on every... Every what time? Is it every Wednesday, every other time? They tell me one thing and something else be going on. Mother, but what is it? Mother Jenkins, it's every other Wednesday. Every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard. I done told y'all about this. Well, Mother Jenkins, this is for the children. No. Oh. Young adults. Oh, the children. Well, go ahead on and tell them to go ahead on and do what they need to do. Now, I don't want all that old cussing and all that kind of old stuff. Now, if they do that, now, I may have a couple of them to look at. <laughs> well, y'all go ahead on tune in to them every other way and every other way. Every other way. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? Thank y'all. All right. Now, bye, child. All right. That's Mother Jenkins, y'all. EOTMRadio.com. Tune in and let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I'm not going to run my mouth and run a little over if I want to get to the music. If you want to be featured on our playlist, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs. You can buy one or two promotional pictures. And remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing, and we definitely look forward to hearing your music. Now, tonight we're going to listen to songs from Q Machete, Drake, uh, 
the John, I can always mess up his name. All right, first song is by Cuba Shady featuring Young Dro and Gucci Band entitled Whatever Man. Check it out. Enjoy Cuba's playlist. What up, Dro? Cuba Shady, man. Let's go. Let's go. My shit look good. My money look bad. Do they play? This is something hard. Whatever. I'm down for whatever. I live it like whatever. Haters trying to hate. Put my swagger like whatever. But I ain't trippin', I'm like, what up? I'm at the bar, spendin' money on a lot, yeah. what up? Charlotte lookin' stuck up, so I'm lookin' like, what up? Grindin' every day, got my hustle on, what up? They wanna see me broke, but my pocket's like, what up? Baby, I'm a freak, sex game, like, what up? I can freak you how you want, cause I'm down for what, 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 I'm like, what up? Don't get mad at me. I bust them down, I break them down, and put them back together. When it come to bad man, you ain't on my level. I don't got a couple, man, the kid got self. I'm on the top, you on the bottom, we on two different levels. Your girlfriend did me walk around with a shovel. In a drop, top of worry with my foot on the pedal. Since I'm a rock star, I gotta keep the heavy metal. My friend wanna come, so the kid gon' let her too. Second, yeah, I call it double header. But I'm my way well Gucci man and cue machete It's whatever My teeth look smooth My money look better Put it fake This is something hard Whatever I'm down for whatever I live it like whatever Niggas trying to hate Put my swagger like whatever Whatever. 
Hey, diamonds and no 22. So, shawty, what's the new? You heard about my swagger. Heard I copy with it my style, cause it worth a couple million. See, Pippin' is my cousin. That's why they love my mouthpiece, cause I can talk a chick out of panties like it's nothing. 24's rolling, pull the chip patrolling. Got shot really on that ooh, cause you really wanna be with a player that's bowling. Baby, I'm a pressure howling. That's why I stay back and clean. Know what I mean? Sporting the cause that make it so affreshing. Thousand on my dressing it. Getting my celebrity on. Shiny Rocky Diamond. Looking like Sylvester Stallone. Baby, I'm on that freak, sir. That's why they on my young job. He's a climber. Sex game is tight. Don't stop. Face game staying in up. Yup, I stay in Nothing, cause I got up some look good to keep it
catcher be you if I make the pass. Pool full of liquor, then we die. In it, knowing if I liquor, I might die. In it, then reincarnate as a fly. Gymnast, just to flip my tongue on you to see your Olympics.
so call me freak machine. My appetite for sex, I'm starving for something to eat. She said she like it deep, so I'm a submarina. Pour up at that cookie, baby, call it damn marina. I feed her, cold bottle shade, let me sip it. X-rated vision, girl, I can see it's naked. Victoria's Secret, who tellin'? I'm a murder that cookie, baby, call me a felon. I love it, when she throw it back while I'm hitting it. I'm sorry, Eddie Griffith and Jared Jenico for uh, Ken, the web series. I wish them all the success with everything they're doing and continue to support us, spread the word, vote for us, atlhottest.com. God bless you. Peace and good night.
entrepreneurs on the move. We're shaping life for a better tomorrow.